All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 13th of December. Over the next few minutes, we'll bring you up to speed with everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Probably the biggest headline heading into trade today is the US CPI print for the month of November. Inflation rose during the month after being little changed in October, with the CPI rising 3.1% year-on-year, largely in line with consensus estimates. Core inflation, which removes the impact of food and fuel, has remained elevated at 4%. The latest inflation data is probably going to factor in the Fed's rate decision, which will be out late today. And which is, by the way, the key event, of course, that the global markets are now tracking. Another big global headline is the sharp decline in crude oil prices overnight. West Texas intermediate fell below $69 to the barrel, while the global benchmark Brent crude was near $73. It has, of course, recovered from that point, but it's still trading below $74. That's because Russian crude exports by sea rose to the highest level since early July. And what's more, the estimate for U.S. oil production was raised by 30,000 barrels per day from the last projection last month. Back home too, macroeconomic data continues to dominate. India's retail inflation picked up in November, led by a rise in the prices of vegetables and pulses, but it stayed within the central bank's tolerance band. The consumer price index-based inflation stood at 5.55% in November, as compared with 4.87% in October. Now, the latest print is below the consensus estimates based on a a panel of economists that was polled by Bloomberg, which had pegged it at 5.78%. Now, meanwhile, India's industrial output expanded at the fastest pace in 16 months, supported by momentum in mining and manufacturing. The index of industrial production rose 11.7% in October, compared with a revised growth of 6.2% in September according to the data published by the Ministry of Statistics and Program Implementation yesterday. Economists polled by Bloomberg had pegged it at 10.4%. Now, the government on Tuesday introduced in Parliament three redrafted bills to replace the existing criminal laws by including various recommendations made by a parliamentary panel. In the reintroduced bills, at least five changes have been made, including in the definition of terrorism. In the Bhartiya Nyaya Sanhit Bill, the definition of terrorism now includes the word economic security, among other changes. Now, besides that, the BJP on Tuesday picked first-time MLA Bajan Lal Sharma as Rajasthan's new chief minister, ending days of speculation that followed its victory in the assembly elections. And finally, some more news from overseas. Uh, The divisions between President Joe Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu over the conflict in Israel spilled into public view with the leaders' competing visions for the post-war Gaza Strip underscoring a deepening split between the allies. That's a story by Bloomberg. Biden was speaking to donors at a fundraiser in Washington when he said that while Israel continues to have the backing of the US and key allies in Europe, they're starting to lose that support. And finally, in international markets, U.S. bond yields came off just a tad bit. The 10-year yield was trading at 4.2% last I checked. And equity markets rose ahead of the Fed policy meet outcome. The Dow and the S&P 500 
gained close to half a percent each, while the Nasdaq Composite gained about 0.7%. In the Asia-Pacific region, we've had a bit of a mixed start with two of the three early risers trading in the green. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Um, Well, you have to agree that there are some positives uh, to the market, despite the fact that we've had a day of pullback yesterday. See, I personally think it's going to be very quiet ahead of the Fed uh, commentary today. And we saw some bit of that in trade yesterday as well, right? Rate sensitives, particularly autos, uh, some banking, some PSU stocks all showed a bit of a pullback in trade yesterday. Actually, real estate too showed a bit of a pullback yesterday. So that we already saw. The question is, can there be more? And today, ahead of the Fed decision and the Fed commentary, I think that remains to be seen. Market anyways is ripe for some more corrective moves on disappointments regarding Fed residing in global markets, so on and so forth. But there is a tailwind. Crude prices have come off and that naturally should aid sentiment. Yes, yesterday's BOFA. You know, yesterday we were speaking to BOFA's Amisha and he was making this point that crude price sensitivity has actually had zero impact in this decade. So whenever crude has moved over 20%, markets have had near zero impact on average. And you know, that's quite, that's really interesting. But be that as it may, this crude price fall should aid specific stocks at the very least, if not um, otherwise. The metals rally seems to be strong thus far, but in a phase of uh, falling uh, global growth optimism, can metals really do well? Remains to be seen. Let's see if the China factor, which has aided the metal stocks thus far in the last three trading sessions, does it continue to do? So the favorites remain financials on every single dip. Now, the stocks to watch today, well, um, I'll watch out for ITC. The, the analyst day takeaways are, are, are pretty constructive. They're talking about how it is the first in-person analyst meeting um, which displayed the management focus uh, as per a brokerage on making ITC future ready through agility, innovation, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, they're talking about how rural demand has bottomed out and the FMCG business is well positioned to capture the upturn. This is a strong statement coming in from one of the big FMCG companies, if you will. Uh, So let's wait and watch if all of this aids ITC in the session today. I thought that comment about uh, rural demand bottoming out was was pretty strong. Let's wait and watch if that helps uh, ITC in the session today. So I'll watch out for that. Uh, I'll certainly watch out for the crude sensitives. So... Uh, that is uh, the other factor uh, to be monitored in the session today. I'll watch out for PI Industries. The management has clarified that there isn't a dramatic impact on PI Industries as a result of all that conversation about Rainbow Agro from China entering the pyro pyroxasulfone market. They are saying that they are reiterating the previous business outlook uh, in a management in 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 an interview that they gave to a media house. So watch out for PI Industries. Some bit of a bounce back there could be anticipated. Autos had a mixed day yesterday. Tata Motors, though, has sounded fairly constructive about uh, their passenger vehicle sales uh, in November in particular. But how the nature of that uh, passenger vehicle mix has been, I think they're sounding confident there as well. So that is to be watched out for. Watch out for Axis Bank because of the block deal. Uh, watch out for Sigachi Industries, the small stock, but its uh, competitors IPO got uh, subscribed 362 times SME IPO, but got subscribed massively. Maybe that stock too reacts in the session today. 
but all in all, expect a bit of a quiet day. Uh, by the way, there is Loras Labs, which has got five observations from the US FDA. Maybe that reacts negatively. We don't have, we don't know about the nature of the observations, but let's wait and watch what happens there. So these are a few stocks that might react. Uh, but overall, uh, because of the crude fall, specific pockets might benefit, sentiment might benefit. But I think the markets remain ripe for um, maybe a bit of a pullback on any kind of a disappointment because of the hefty run-up that we've seen thus far is what almost everybody in the street is now telling me as a consensus. Maybe consensus goes wrong. Let's see. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 